On this hilarious episode of War No Dam Experts, Rebecca and Maddie have the executive director of the Great Falls Symphony on the podcast. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I am your co-host, Rebecca Ingham. Oh, that's new. And I'm the other co-host, Maricela Hazard. And we are no damn experts. No, we're not. But today, we may have an expert. I'm not going to put her on the spot and say that she is an expert. It'll probably make her more nervous. Well, she is an expert guest on a podcast because she came bearing gifts. That is true. New standard, everyone. Mm -hmm. You must bring gifts if you're going to come. And shout out to Seth Swingley. Still haven't gotten the beer. Exactly. Uh, So there was that. In our studio today, we have a musician by trade and someone who has then devoted their life to the musical arts. And when people say there is no culture in Great Falls, I say, Hillary Rose Shepard is going to tell you differently. The executive director for the Great Falls Symphony is in our studio today to talk all things music. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> she knows when to talk. Awesome. Okay. That's always a test. We got to run you through it. We don't give you any other cues. I mean, we give you the disclaimers before we start recording, yeah. how to use your mic, but we never tell you. This is when you start. Or we should have a little light that's like, you can you now talk. <laughs> well, I appreciate you having me on your awesome podcast. Uh, you gals are so funny. And Thank I'm you. so glad to be in the same room with the two of you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Flatter much. <laughs> Keep it coming. <laughs> So you have a flute in your closet that you didn't bring with you. Correct. Okay. And I also don't know how to play it. So the whole musician thing, that's that's more directed to the clarinet, which okay. I have underneath my desk in my office. And I also don't play. But I used to quite a bit. So you don't play any musical instrument currently? You know, it, it's really not like riding a bike. <laughs> I'm going to echo that because before we started, the family flute, I look at and I'm like, I don't even know how to run a scale. I mean, that's something that's just drilled into your head when you play. Nope. Yep. No. Absolutely true. I I really lost that wonderful ability that I had years and years ago to be able to just look at a piece of music and play it no matter what. And it was really served me well because I never really had to practice a whole lot. Um, Although I did, you know, in college I was practicing. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know about that. But it, in college, of course, I practiced, um, you know, three or four hours every single day. And I was a music major and it was in all of that stuff. But uh, now, just picking up the clarinet, not only is it like physically taxing to do, but then I have like this mental head game where I'm like, oh, I don't sound as good as I did. I should never be on the stage. I'm a horrible person. Oh my, oh you know, God. like the cast. Really great positive self talk over down. I'm sorry, Hillary. If you're going to be mean to yourself, we're ending this conversation. Yeah, we gotta... We're not here for that. Um, I mean, I was kind of talking mean about my fifth grade music teacher because I played the trumpet. She never told me I was first chair. I just found out after, you know, doing the C and the scale and then the picture of me sitting first chair. But Mrs. Thalaker, if you are listening, I hope you're alive and well. 
and I don't <laughs> forgive you. <laughs> she doesn't play the trumpet anymore that no. we know of. No. But her daughter might just be a natural at it. Yeah, she picked up... <gasps> your daughter plays trumpet um so my daughter's three <laughs> okay and so she's not an actress in a wax museum yet but she is um picking up anything she sees that's entertaining so we're at keller Geist and matt's plays the trumpet and he was on the podcast and said oh no i don't play but when they did their keller Geist second line to their temporary location he was playing it so she picks up this trumpet at the bar and i was like she doesn't know how to make this work. Five minutes later, she's a soloist. And uh, <laughs> Mike from Hoagland's was there, and he remembered. So when I came in the store, he's like, wasn't your daughter playing a solo <laughs> on a trumpet? And I was like, yeah, she scared some people. <laughs> That's fantastic. She's got a bright future. So yeah. why do you have the clarinet under your desk? Is it just to tempt people? Like, <laughs> like hey, if you screw up, I'm going to play the clarinet. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I uh, was, pre-pandemic, I was teaching some lessons okay. to oh. some high school students so um that was really cool and i think it's really important to have the instrument to be able to demonstrate you know how things should go or play with them you know yes i'm extremely characteristically self-deprecating as a classical musician um i'm not that bad you know i <laughs> I, I think you'll win in a contest between all three of us i yeah. think so too i mean i don't mean to pray but, <laughs> but i'm amazing <laughs> You know, and, and I do. It. I do occasionally play with the symphony if necessary. But honestly, um, the stress of uh, running the show and then having to run up on stage and play is a bit much. And I want to be available if necessary during the performance and stuff because I feel like that's more of my role as the executive director. Is you know, it's, it's backstage, front stage. It's not on stage sort oh, of stuff. Unless so, you have to. Exactly. And the, my favorite are always like the youth matinees. I love to play in those. They're always a lot of fun and you get to be goofy and stuff like that. And your audience is the most appreciative audience you're going to hear all year because it's, it's fourth and fifth graders and they're screaming their heads off like they're in a rock show. Really? <laughs> this is very rewarding. <laughs> like, I mean, Rebecca is the executive director for tourism, yet her job is not to greet and market guests. Yet sometimes she'll run out there and I look at the clock. I'm like, Rebecca, wrap it up. <laughs> but they, she's so knowledgeable, so they'll just continue to ask her questions. Like, what's the white stuff on the that side? That was of probably the... one of the funnest questions I ever got. What's the white stuff? <laughs> We've been driving around and we saw this white stuff on the ground. Must be like fertilizer. And I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you want to know where the falls are? I'm like, <laughs> I can answer that question. I'm not sure about fertilizer location. So. <laughs> It was actually alkali, and so we had a great in-depth conversation about the alkali deposits within the communities and where you can find that, and then the types of crops that are grown and types of farming that happens in central Montana versus northern Montana. And I'm sure every tourist that comes here is like, I want to learn some random stuff about the state of Montana. And the fact is, you know that. That's really cool. <laughs> you know, and even if you don't know the facts, it sure sounds like you do. She's I mean, <laughs> that's why we named the podcast for no damn experts. We say stuff enough with conviction. People are just like, oh, OK, that sounds great. <laughs> so really the main purpose that you're here, Hillary, is when someone asks us or me more more than Rebecca about the symphony, I could be like, yes, we have one. <laughs> and, and it's he, awesome. And it's here are the dates. And it's the Mansfield Center, which is just across the street. There's mm -hmm. the box office. You guys host some other um, musicians. Mm hmm. But tell us about the Great Falls Symphony so yeah. that when guests come in, I'll be like, did you know? Right. <laughs> right. Well, the, the 
coolest did you know is did you know that we hold national auditions for nine of our principal spots on stage um, whenever there's turnover. So there's nine fully professional, really ridiculously awesome musicians that move to Great Falls, live in Great Falls, teach our Great Falls kids or adults, and they perform on stage at the Mansfield Theater with our symphony. And they also have their own ensembles that they perform on too. Um, and that doesn't exist really anywhere. Wow. I mean, not just Montana, but we're we're a fully professional orchestra in that we do pay all of our musicians who play. But mm. um the the big dogs, so to speak, in the in the large cities, they um they do what we do with all of their musicians, but we do that with some and it, the product of that is a really great marriage between our community musicians who are awesome mm -hmm. and the professional musicians who kind of raise the level of the performing um, ensemble into something that I feel crosses barriers between the stage and the audience. And so, you know, you can look up there and you can see your music teacher, but you can also look up, up there and see, okay, this person came from Juilliard and they're performing, they're living here and I'm teaching and I'm like taking lessons from them. And that's oh. really cool as a kid. Um, no, as an adult, like but, I have goosebumps. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's amazing. And um, we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our our, our awesome people that live here. Um, it's a huge part of our budget, and we're really dedicated to it. We love that, and that's what makes us unique. Um, and it's, so the people who don't fly in and try out for these nine positions, they're just random people from the community N not random <laughs> no, no. i was wondering if i had a shot <laughs> so i was just gonna ask when the next audition was i mean not to you're just gonna show up <laughs> well i mean i'll try my hand at trumpet you guys will be blown away but up totally um but i just want to be a judge <laughs> i love it um, i don't even think i've got the skill set to be a or, judge or we can be the mysterious people because i'm sure it's, it happens in the theater, the audition. We, yeah. we can just sit a few rows back and just sit there and take notes. And then like, make them wonder why we're there. Yeah, and then leave abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So back to the community people. Do they audition? Yeah, just find them on the street corner shopping? <laughs> no. no, no, no. They do. They definitely have to audition. It's very intimidating. Uh, we have a couple of staff members who've gone through the audition process, myself included, and it's terrifying oh no you know it's just terrifying and um sometimes you make a permanent spot and sometimes you're more of a rotational basis like we'll call you if we absolutely need you thanks so much for coming and you never get called but <laughs> you know like <laughs> she's a miranda priestling of the great falls symphony i love this <laughs> i'm learning so much oh yeah. my goodness and, and the result of it is that we sound phenomenal oh, i mean yeah. we we um have been told over and over and over again from people who move here, retire here, whatever, they decide that they want to get out of the big city life. And they come to the symphony and they're like, I had no idea that this was here. This is phenomenal. This is just as good as XYZ city that I was living in. Give me more. Like, what oh, is it? What's your course. deal? So <laughs> XYZ. Yeah. We did the Great Falls alphabet. So A is for, I forgot what I said for A. When did we do this? We did it last year for a blog. Oh, and I was like, K is for F is for xylophone. Farm. You know, D is for damn. Wow, got one. <laughs> <laughs> but so I asked Rebecca, and I said, I don't know what to do for the letter Y. Yeah. And Rebecca answered, 
you can say the correct name. I'm just going to go Yo-Yo. Yang Yang. Yo-Yo Mon. Yo-Yo Mon. Yo-Yo Mon, who played with the Great Falls Symphony. Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo Ma. Well, I hope we spelled it right. (laughs) We did, right? I mean, I didn't pronounce it right. But he is, he's world-renowned. And he's been here. Yeah, he's been here. It's phenomenal. And he um, really kicked off this tradition that the Great Falls Symphony has continued on where we do bring in these world artists that are super expensive, super exclusive, and we bring them to our stage and they've never played anywhere else in Montana. Like this, this is the place that they play. And the last one that we had um, was uh, Bela Fleck and he was our banjoist and he was incredible, not only as a musician, but as a person i got to drive him around and i felt like that was a really cool opportunity for me yeah. i'm like this is my perk being executive director and of course you know i get a phone call from my mother-in-law that same day when i'm driving around oh, on yes. top of the world and she's like the mailman told us that your pipes are busted and your basement is flooding and i'm like Uh, (laughs) I hope that was on speakerphone while you were driving. (laughs) Well, he also told us that his young son brought a Bic lighter to school, had hid it in his pocket and didn't tell his mom. And this is while he was gone with us. And then he like hid and disappeared and they couldn't find him for a little while in the school. So he's like... Are are other kids this bad? And I'm like, yeah, they are. They really are. Do- dogs are worse. Mine is perfect. <laughs> no, my daughter is. I'm taking a shower and I come out and the dog. Her big, I have a big German short hair pointer and she has all the markers laid around him. It reminded me of the scene from Hunger Games where Katniss put the flowers around oh, no. Prim. Oh no. <laughs> We know what that means. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? She's just running around. And I look closer, and he's just colored. Colored in oh, markers. Oh, no. And I look at her, and she's colored, too. But, hey, washable. Very creative. Oh, wow. It was a nice shower. It, she it is going to make you laugh for your entire life. Paid my price. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, oh. my kid tries to take knives and, like, wants to cut things herself. And oh, yeah. The sawzaw's out. We're doing some renovation. And she's is she, like. Is she your only girl? Yes. Only, only, only child. Kid. Yep. Okay. One and done. That, well, whew. Yeah. So I have four. And, oh, my God. And my youngest is two. Oh. Last I heard. <laughs> Last I heard you didn't have any. No. I didn't know you'd had kids. So, yeah, this is the first I'm hearing about it. <laughs> I only knew about the wax museum child. I thought that was a fake one. Like, <laughs> it's like she has mental problems. She's braiding. Clearly, I have known you for a long time because I remember you only having two kids. And then. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Nope, that's kind of how that happens. (laughs) The longer you know somebody, the more they (laughs) expand their family. There you go. (laughs) Do you take your kids there and like, do they have the genetic, the music gene? Yeah, they musical. They really do. It's amazing. Um, So it is genetics. (laughs) I don't know. I think it. You know, it could be. Nurture versus nature. Exactly. Rebecca Rebecca says that someone in her family is good at track. And like, and that's genetic. <laughs> no. Well, no. I was like, well, I wonder 
why that is. Because I'm looking at our family, and my brother goes, it comes from her mom's side. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, for- I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot there's another side of that. My mom played the cello. She did? Yeah. Oh, um, wow. And I guess she was pretty good at it. Oh, that's great. So maybe that's how I got my music. My daughter plays the cello. Okay. It's, it's really kind of her thing. I like to start them all out on piano. It's a great mm-hmm. you know, fundamental block. instrument, and it sounds good no matter how bad they are. You know, like with the cello, violin, clarinet, really oh, squeakiness, correct. bad. It's, it's just horrible. You got to think things through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm just going to say, a piano can be in rap music. It can be in country mm-hmm. music. It can be in pop mm-hmm. music. Yeah. It's uh, a, absolutely. It's a I love tr- the thought process on this. Yeah. Like, Universal instrument. Because I'm oh, like, yeah. my daughter is taking soccer because it's the foundation of sports. Yes. But I took piano lessons as well. But I was just so good that I got bored. Yep. Um, so I stopped. Oh, that's, wow. what, that's what my daughter said, too. <laughs> well, the, she, she's like, oh, I'm just so good. I'm so bored. I'm like, mm, no. Hillary <laughs> <laughs> was good. And, and you know what I really gained from piano? It's just math. Like, I, you it know, is. Yeah. I may not be able to read the sheet music or I can still play um, Yankee Doodle. Um, but so when math. you were playing, would you be like five, four, three, two, one, like in your head with your fingers? Because that's what my daughter did, and that's not how I compute I music. Know. I just remember the sixteenth, the thirty-second, the eighth, the fourth. Oh, and that wow. just really helped me. So I, I'm I'm pretty decent with math. I'd say it, it's helped yeah. me. But okay. but I mean, I played some wicked songs. I did I did a lot. I think. I mean, yeah. all right. But then again, I was seven. So. <laughs> Who doesn't have, think fondly of himself when they're seven? Well, my, my son, uh, one of my sons plays uh, piano very well, and he does not have an ego about it. And he, you know, has this, you know, innate, like, desire to learn more and to play around with it and to be creative. And he, you know, was, he was just this morning, he was doing some sort of uh, Game of Thrones mixed with Zelda mashup, and it was coming out of his head. And I'm like, you're a genius. I mean, what? it's really cool. How exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was awesome. I'm I like, mean, you got to run with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know when people ask you, like, what's the one thing you wish you could do, like, talent-wise? Not, like, superpower. Who cares about that? I wish that fly. I could. Fly. My answer is fly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to sing without people being offended. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, that's not not to be magnificent. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, she's so good. It's just like, okay, yeah, oh, sure, whatever. Take it or leave bad. it. And the piano would be one of those things, too. They'd just be able to sit down and play. But I guess your son already has that, so that's great. (laughs) How old is he? He is nine. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can start practicing now, Mommy. I have so much to do. I've got got this (laughs) podcast going on, trying to get number one in the world. Still number one in Montana, but hey. That's good. Uh, Getting there. (laughs) So have you always been into music, or was this something like your parents said? You're going to learn to play instruments and and I, become successful at it. I think I was one of those kids that um, really wanted to be an astronaut. My mom said, mm, "Why don't you try music? Because that's <laughs> a, <laughs> way more career opportunities there." <laughs> I just happened to be kind of good at it. And I also started yeah. with piano, and, and my mom played piano, and so it was in the family. Um, I also got. I quote unquote bored with piano, but the truth is I could play better than I could read. And I got to this impasse where the stuff that I wanted to play, I couldn't read. And it was really, Uh really mentally frustrating. And so I kind of just ditched it, which is too bad because I bet I could have pushed through, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And then 
I really enjoyed the clarinet. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like, yeah. I just, I did, I don't know. We had this little like connection when, you know, I, but the thing is, is I hate the feeling of unfinished wood. That's and I don't the read, right? That's the read. And it, oh, yeah. like daily, I would like put myself through this torture of like dipping it in a glass and like trying to get it in my mouth without touching anything. And it was just like, you know, why am I putting myself through this torture every day? And it was really because I liked the instrument. But that, that well, is rough. Like Mrs. I Thal- Mrs. Thalica would have fixed that right out of you. <laughs> Promise you, Hillary. You would have went to her and she would have had you fixed. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I was first chair flute as well. Oh, you were. Good for you. She, wait, let wait, wait, me, backtrack. Let she, me caveat this. Well, it was really because I was a senior and the only senior that was in the flute section. So there was one you move chair. Up, you move up. <laughs> there was only well, one. Everybody to the left of me was younger. Well, was, That's the person, how it worked. was the person sitting next to you like ridiculously better? No. Well, see, no. Then we were you all pretty mediocre. <laughs> she grew up in a town of five people. So. Yeah, literally the conductor. But our music teacher was good. She wouldn't yeah. have just let me. She'd have, she'd have told me I sucked. Okay, all right. I mean, well, she's that's... still around, Mrs. Murdoch. You're an awesome music teacher. So <laughs> I mean, Hillary tells people that all the time. Like, thanks for auditioning <laughs> for one of our nine spots and flying out to see Great Falls. But did you know we're not only known for art and culture, but there's tons of outdoor adventure. So get out. Go for a hike. <laughs> get out. There's a River's Edge Trail. You can experience oh, yeah. music of the falls, but not here. <laughs> So when you bring in these nine artists, you select them. They obviously write home about it, saying, "Guess what, Mom? Like I'm in the I'm in the Great Falls Symphony. Great Falls. I've made it." How many times are they going to perform a year? Like oh. a, a lot, actually. Um, so what you see on stage is typically our our, con- our classical concert series. So that's usually six or seven concerts per year. It's okay. not a it's not a whole lot if you look at that. But then you add in all of the touring that the Chinook Winds and the Cascade Quartet do, and that's the okay. nine musicians. There's five in the Chinook Winds. Okay. It's a wind ensemble, and then there's four in the Cascade Quartet, which is strings. Okay. And they tour around Montana, outside of Montana, and they give school shows, and they also give, like, regular wow. classical performance chamber music shows. Oh. And, and we have a booking agent that gets them their gigs and they're performing all the time with that and they also have their own chamber music series here in town which is also really unique it's um it's non mic so it's all acoustic and it's really really beautiful and it's and it's it's awesome i'm gonna say random locations not like it's just really random but they're not at they're not at the mansfield no no so we can get out we're much more mobile with them um, so where have you played? Where where have they played? We do play in a lot of different churches, but also like we've played on the the ball, we've played at the ballpark. We've the you Masonic know, Lodge. I yeah, think one time I saw Lodge. and then someplace like at a brewery. Yep. I think one time. Yep. I mean, these are cool venues, but yep. they're super random when you think of it as classical music being played. Yeah. Is that going to start up again soon? Oh. Absolutely. But yeah, we're we're planning a normal season this year. Oh, okay, and God. and we're crossing our fingers and hoping that it will all be good. Okay, because so, I yeah. will go. I will. You should. It's a lot of fun. We're we're looking at, but doing a trial over at the Newberry. We would love oh, for yeah. that to work. Yes, yes, yes. For our chamber music, um, I just want to make sure that it works with our musicians because they are. Um, very very good and they are artists and they're not 
the background gig people, you know, they want to be front and center. And I think that they've earned that and deserve it. And so, you know, the whole like adding in the element of eating and drinking and making drinks and talking and stuff like that. I don't know how that's going to compute, but um, I can great. I can fix the problem. I really, I already have it. (laughs) You get in, you order your two drinks, meals served, and then they play while you're eating. Yeah. And the food has to be bad so that no one is moaning and groaning like, oh my goodness, this is so good. Or wants to finish whatever's on their plate. Yeah. yeah. Just And then there's an intermission. You throw your food away. And you're chained to your chair. <laughs> I mean, the, the chains are obviously going to be of the softer nature. There's another business in downtown that can help with that. So it won't make oh any sorry, it won't make there any noise. Did. So anytime you need additional ideas, the idea fairy you here. You the idea right. girl. Yeah. I've made it work. So let, me, let me work with the booking agent. You know, any hurdles, we'll, we'll get over them together. Oh, okay? I love it. I love it. Oh, it'd be great. So, you know, we've talked about how musically inclined Maddie and I are and how talented we are at developing podcasts and how sexy we sound on our microphones. But um, not in real life. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but when someone hears, you should go to the symphony, they may think of stuffy old people going, oh, that is a very good song and mm-hmm. have more depth and knowledge. But mm-hmm. tell us how someone like us... <laughs> Yeah, might enjoy going to the symphony. You know, I, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because when you say someone like us, that's still someone like me, you know, <laughs> and I got a degree in music and I still feel like I don't know as much as our professionals. And I don't. I don't know as much as Grant by a long shot. Uh, that's our maestro, Grant Harville. And that's cool though because a maestro he is a maestro yeah he has earned that title trust me okay. this is a high caliber <laughs> operation maestro. i'm just like i'm gonna go home and watch seinfeld their offices <laughs> on, aren't in a basement no <laughs> wow you guys are big league so wait okay, so okay. you're gonna tell me and enjoy it yeah you you will and what i what i love about it is that we have a lot of different avenues to make it more accessible i think what i think the barrier with people our age that may have had just you know a little bit of a touch point of of music or none at all with the symphony is that they don't know what to expect but you just got to come once and realize that you're going to have a good time what do i wear okay you can wear anything but i'm going to tell you what i feel is appropriate Dress up. Okay, thank you. You know, yes. like it's dress a fancy up. night okay. out on the I'm town. I'm ready. I want yeah. someone to tell me. You're to not dress getting up. the hot dog off the cart next to the beer place. It's a fa- <laughs> it's a nice evening out. But I get all my dresses at Ross sometimes. You know, I'm not all of them. I get them at wonderful <laughs> oh. boutiques that are Great Falls exclusive and all that stuff too. But I, I, our Canadians. <laughs> I've ran into so many Canadian people at trade shows. They're like, we just love your Ross dress for less. I'm like. <laughs> Hey, whatever gets you into town, yeah. <laughs> we've got one. <laughs> no, it's so, yeah, I feel like if you're going to make it a night, make it a night. I want to make it a night. Yeah. So I'm planning. And there's plenty of people from all ages that are dressed up. And there's plenty of people who wear jeans, too. Like, okay. I mean, it's it's come all as you are. We're not going to turn you away at the door. One of the things we've done in our program, too, is we have made them like actually really quite interesting. So they like tell the backstory of our, of the composers that have written the music that, and it's always really interesting. And Grant has a way of making everything super engaging. And he's the one who writes the notes. So read the program notes, but also on the program itself, it tells you how long the pieces are. And sometimes 
you know, one of my friends was like, you know, I just, I don't know how long these songs are, you know, and I don't know when I can when clap, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but sometimes, yep. you, you know, if you know, like going into it, okay, well, this is going to be 12 minutes long. You can like sit back and enjoy it now because you're like, okay, this is the next 12 minutes of my life and it's more enjoyable. I don't know what it is about that, but people like to know that stuff. I would agree because sometimes you just got an abrupt pause and you're like, oh, and then you got to stand up and then they start and you're like, oh, it's not done. Or is this I, a new song? I, yeah, I need to know if it's the extended cut or the radio edition. Because like, some of them are seven and a half minutes long. And I'm like, you don't need to sing yeah. that long. Yeah. But for 12 minutes, like yeah. I get that when the classical music comes on, when we're, you know, during the holiday season, that's when I really listen and get yeah. cultured. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get fancy. Sometimes I don't know when the song ends or stops. Yeah. And I think that just makes it even better because yeah. it just, it's kind of like it's planned. Like they knew what they were doing when they composed their music yeah. and had laid an album track they totally did vinyl yeah i mean there's more about that i mean if you really want to dive into it but i won't get into it they, well, they well, had a formula oh back in the day this is the peg of theory peg of <laughs> what is it pythagorean theorem that's math okay oh yeah. <laughs> i tied into it okay maybe hillary's on the show a squared plus b squared equals they will sit in their seat squared like, <laughs> <laughs> that's good well, one other thing that we do that I keep um, talking about Grant, which you should have him on your show at some point. Oh, he's we very definitely funny. are. Um, good. And this is only our 33rd episode. episode. Yeah. <laughs> There's but, so much to talk about Great Falls. Any of our listeners who know, they're like, who would have thought you could have made 32 episodes about Great Falls? Yeah. And we're not done because no. yeah. there's more people we want to talk to, That's more awesome. things we want to learn. And I did get to interview Grant one time, but we'll save that. So the th- okay. the, the the formula to develop a or no, no, masterpiece. No, she was telling us first about Grant. Yeah. Yeah. he's He has a real knack for making the music very accessible um, for normal folk like us. Normal folk. And he... Um, has a, a show, a free show called Symphony Preview that he does on his YouTube channel the Thursday before every regular classical performance, and he goes over the music. What? And he goes over the history of it, and he takes questions, and it's really fun. And he brings on the guest artists if there's a guest artist that's playing, and they come and talk about them, and I'm it's gonna, fun. I'm going to say this from experience. You need to watch Grant's. I haven't watched it yet, but just having him out there on a Thursday before the show, he's going to tell you the music let you know who the guest performer is, you can go in there and enjoy instead of wondering the entire time. I wonder what that means. You're going to be the annoying person at the movie theater. Did What What did they say by that? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to know. Yeah. I went to a, a sumo meet challenge wrestling thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see where this is headed. <laughs> I planned it. We're going to spend a weekend in Tokyo. You know, like, okay, we're landing, we get to see sumo because, like, rodeos, they don't happen all the time. Go to a sumo match, I'm going to get my sushi and my sake. Don't know what to expect. And the entire time, my husband and I are like, what are they doing now? Why is there so much dancing? Like, what, <laughs> what, when, are the, when is the wrestling? I didn't yeah. understand it. And after the fact, we researched all this. Half of it went over our heads. If we would have just dedicated 30 minutes to... Hey, let's find out about this. We yeah. would have enjoyed it so much more. Yeah. So when I do the symphony, I'm going to watch Grant's YouTube. Yeah. I'm going to make sure my husband does too. Yeah. I'm going to go there and enjoy it. And I'm going to get yeah. my nice dress. Yeah. It's going to be good. Because go it's out for be dinner good. beforehand. Yeah. Do yeah. it. I mean, I'm ready. Or, or if it's at the Newberry dinner and a show. Hey, we don't yeah. know if that's going to happen yet. So yeah. Well, I'm, I don't want to be chained to the chair. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass on the Newberry. 
<laughs> but people need to do that when there's all that information out there about an event. Like, here's how you enjoy this. Yeah. It's new. We're glad you're open to trying it. But yeah. hey, have a little bit of a foundation so that you can your experience can be so much more elevated than it is. Right. And I just really big advocate yeah. of that because, man, you can go out on the River's Edge Trail and come back and you, you didn't know half the things you saw. Yeah. Just come in and talk to us. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think um, that you're, uh, that it's a common misconception that the symphony is still really highbrow. And it's just not. It's just not. It's very, it's fun and accessible. And um, we went through internally during this um, year of pause, I call it. Um, <laughs> That's such a great way to political. She's running for No, it's, it's like a symphony title. Yeah, I know. She's all eloquent. <laughs> Year of pause. The year of pause. That's going to be the name of this title. Yes, this it episode. is. It is. Oh, Just let you know. That's good. <laughs> we went. We went through kind of a, a brand discovery session as a as an organization, and that was one of the things that we really want to expel is that misconception that we're too highbrow for the normal people, because all of our programming that we do is very intentional to make sure that it's uh, accessible and relatable and relevant and all that stuff. So, and I'm going to say, here's my, here's my tattle on myself. We, you, you did, maybe you will do the Broadway series as well for Great Falls. And that is my gig. Like every year Broadway series comes out. I'm like, Oh my God. And like, I'm texting pictures of every, the show to my friends and my family. I'm like, you need to come. Well, every now and again, I get my husband really excited to spend time with me, and he comes with me as my date. (laughs) So we went to the Cirque du Soleil Mm -hmm. holiday show. Mm -hmm. Love Cirque Cirque performances. It's one of my favorites. I'll travel anywhere to see one of those. But the symphony was backup music for that. Yeah. And when I say backup, you could see them. It wasn't like they yeah. were mysteriously behind. And Cirque's really known for live musical performances. Mm-hmm. So that was my first time seeing the symphony. And I'm watching the Cirque show, falling in love, and I'm just enthralled. And I'm looking past all the Cirque performances just to look at the symphony play. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Who knew the symphony was that good? Who knew? <laughs> I'm oh. like, this is amazing. And Robert goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, that's the Great Falls Symphony back there. Did you know they were that good? He's like, why would I have gone to the symphony without you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you do during the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was so impressive to see. And yeah. until then, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to symphony performances now because it is just amazing music. It is. It is. And we, we like to be sneaky like that. Holy Just moly. sneaking right into all that Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're enjoying a performance, but boom, there's the symphony. <laughs> you're We're a, good, too. You're at two J's. And like, <laughs> like, she could do that. Chips and like, we could do that. We should. <laughs> Pop-up symphony. Absolutely. We did do that at a farmer's market a few years back. We did a pop-up Ode to Joy by Beethoven. We all kind of like came in from nowhere, and it was Grant's first year. And it was super cool. Kind of like yeah. that flash dancing. Yeah. So but no one flash knew. symphony. Mob, mob, like flash mob stuff. Yeah. So you did that with the symphony. Yeah. I mean, the cellists weren't very sneaky. They kind of had to like <laughs> hide up, guys. 
They like remove the sewer caps and like pull it out I'm here. You can do that again. Just, yeah. I'm gonna ask you a all big right. favor. If can you, can you give me a 30 minute warning? That's all. And then I'll take some footage. Okay. okay? Because that's great. all I ask. I won't tell anyone. I won't have time to. Okay. And I'll rush there and I'll be ninja yeah, status. I you love know, it. I and love the it. crazy thing is, people don't know this, but we can keep secrets. Yeah. We've, we've done it really well we for have. a long time. Okay. All yeah. right. It, I'll <laughs> keep that in my back pocket. <laughs> yes. Please let us know. So, is Broadway going to come back ever? Well, Broadway. So. I'm so glad you asked. I love Broadway, too. It's like I I could talk to you even longer about all the backstage stuff with Broadway. It's crazy, and it's awesome. Is like, it like reality TV show It's crazy? exactly like reality yes. TV series. I mean... I don't like reality TV show, but I like music drama. One of, one of the, so I'm kind of like the lackey, but I also give him the big fat check. So I'm like this weird entity that comes in and helps out with the shows. And one of the things that I had to do for the Blue Man show that came a few years back was I had to get like four boxes of bananas at specific stages of ripeness. Knowing in advance that they're going to be picky. So I'm, you know, working with the, the manager of produce over at one of our um, one of our local uh, grocery stores. And I was like, I need full boxes of exactly this. This is a picture of the ripeness of the banana. This is the number. I mean, there's numbers of ripeness of bananas. I don't know if you knew this. Did no, not know. This was no. new to me. <laughs> um, and I was being very specific in my communication because I knew that I was it's going to be bad. And lo and behold, it's sleet raining so bad. I'm picking up these boxes. I'm double checking them. I'm like, they look right. I give them to the show and they're like, two of these boxes don't work. You need to go back. So I had to go back, but they didn't have any more bananas. So then I had to go to a different store and sort of just wing it and like throw stuff into a box and like cross my fingers. So like, there's so much weird and like it was a 30 second like bit on one of their performance you know they shoot bananas out into the crowd from a chest like (laughs) she spent five days searching for bananas you're like that could have been bigger (laughs) when i was growing up my mom used to sing like we have no bananas today I'm like, where? Where is that from? Why didn't they sing that to you at the grocery store? Like, <laughs> been hilarious. And there you are, dripping wet and sleet and snow, mascara yeah. running down yeah. your face. Oh, Thanks, no guy. joke. That's that was real. Um, no, but I love Broadway. I really do. Like hands down, it's so fun. It's so, so that's fun. their writer then. Yes. It's, okay. Yes, and that's just a whole gamut of crazy stuff that we have to do in order to make this work. And and I love to be the one to help make that happen and i've been speaking with our partners we do partner with two other groups out of the east coast to bring these national tours through and and route them and all that and it's tricky it's tricky it's tricky focus okay <laughs> we really were hoping in this moment in this year of pause where broadway wasn't happening that they would say you know what let's like rethink our shows and make them more accessible to you know secondary markets and let's make it cheaper and let's pare it down not to six trucks that need to be outloaded but maybe two or something like that no (laughs) those shows are bigger and more expensive than ever and so we're being creative to make that happen because it's really really important i think it's such a great it, it really does drive tourism. I mean, 25% of our audience is from out of town. Yep. They come here, they eat here, they sleep here, they do whatever. They watch the show and they have a great time. We want to help make that happen. But to be honest, some of our shows, our margins are so small. 
yeah. that it's a lot of work. And so, and the other two partners are, they don't live here mm-hmm. and they're, they are for profit organizations. Oh. So they have to make money. So we need to always be creative in how we can make that happen. But, um, you know, Annie came a few years ago back. We split a $500 check three ways at the end of the day. And it was a show that grossed over $65,000. It's just extremely expensive yeah, to, to actually make them happen. Oh, We've wow. had here Kinky Boots, which is mm-hmm. a big Broadway production. We had Rent. Yep. Um, oh, wow. Wizard of Oz. I mean, the, the types of shows that we've had are kudos to you guys. It's really impressive. And to be a town of less than 60,000 people. And have rent come? hmm Wow. And not, like, the sound quality is mind-blowing. Like, you're in there and you're like, oh, my, and it's all around you. So it's not, it's not some back alley production. That's some oh. podcast you're listening to <laughs> from Great Falls' basement. <laughs> This is world-class rent music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it um, is. It is. And they're big-time productions, and they're big-time shows. It's like you're going to know what these shows are. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. When, when the year of pause <laughs> produces what we want, yeah. like, and you guys release your schedule for the, because we're not pausing or pressing play, Yeah. let us know, because we want our listeners to come here and do an entire, entire weekend, week, yeah. month. Whatever. Some of our visitors are here for a long time. Yeah. And see the symphony. Yeah. And watch the show on Thursday. And it's a win- fall winter season. So you mm-hmm. don't have to, you know, say, oh, I'm going to give up bike riding on the River's Edge Trail to go inside and see the symphony. This is, you can go skiing during the day and then show back up in Great Falls and then mm-hmm. enjoy your night out being mm-hmm. fancy. So two outfits, a ski bunny outfit and then my. <laughs> dress one yes you can buy them all here exactly <laughs> hillary before we wrap things up you never told us the formula so can we revisit oh, yeah. the formula for getting <laughs> us to sit in the chair you're you, oh the formula for sitting in the chair or no, no the, for, for, the for, for, oh because you know we might become music music writers you might you totally could just like wake up and become a composer. I don't know. Mm. I might consult a nine-year-old, and we're gonna go like expound in this Game of Thrones Zelda. And we're gonna throw some Mario Kart, Mario Party yes. in there. I'm yes. liking this. Yeah, that's a great. Throw idea. back to the yeah. '90s. Get those kids involved. You, you already have the bananas, so we can throw some banana peels out through it. We'll have the musicians slip. We're good for this. But tell me the formula. Well, I think that the formula. Should be shared by Grant when he comes on. Oh, wow. That is a good cliffhanger. She knows how to get people to tune in and stay in their seats. And production quality, I tell you. We know how to pick guests. (laughs) Wow. I'm so proud of us, Rebecca. (laughs) Man, we're amazing people. We really are. And you're sitting at home thinking, oh, my God, they're so good. Yeah, (laughs) we are. I'm just going to let you believe that. Yeah, we are. Um, I'm going to link all of the Great Falls Symphony information on our show notes as well as their schedule of events so when you are here this fall and winter you won't miss out and if there is a pop-up farmer's market or anywhere else you won't see it in the show notes because i'll keep a secret okay hillary okay sounds good but you'll we'll be able to see it on facebook you'll see it on the facebook after the facebook <laughs> <laughs> you'll see it on facebook <laughs> Man, it's been a long day. Uh, you can access the Facebook from the internet. <laughs> yes. If you have any questions or you think you know the formula for getting people to stay in their seat while composing music or a podcast, you can email us at podcast at visitgreatfalls.org. And all of our web- webisodes, all of our episodes are on we're no damn experts.com. 
We have had a blast. This has probably been one of the funner podcasts I've done in a while. Well, she came no. in here with coffee cups and we're already laughing. That sets the tone. I need gifts. And then she and flattered there is a us. podcast that says no gifts. Please no gifts. And they're required to bring a gift. So. I love it. That's so good. You so, ladies are a blast. I would come back any day. You can bring Grant. Chat. Okay, I will. He, that's a require. That's okay. our writer. If Grant's right. on, Hillary's with. Um, also, we didn't get to a lot of the questions that I had emailed Hillary because she was going to be nervous. Could you tell she was nervous? No, because she's an expert at this. So we have a lot more questions to ask Hillary. So we'll do a Grant, then Hillary, then Grant and Hillary together. I love I'm it. ready for it. I'm ready. Just Let's seriously, when we leave this room, and after you go to your Max <laughs> Wax Museum daughter, we're going to schedule your next one, okay? <laughs> we're going to have an update on Sacagawea's Wax Museum next time Hillary is on. But until then, get all the information you need about We're No Damn Experts at we'renodamnexperts.com. Get all your information about Great Falls at visitgreatfallsmontina.org. And hey, if you want to send us fan mail, feel free to do that. 100 First Avenue North, Lower Level Suite, Great Falls, Montana, 59401. We love getting random stuff in the mail. So until we see your bright, smiling, joyous, happy face here in Great Falls, we hope you are making amazing memories with your families wherever you are. Bye-bye. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Maddie are going to be joined by a mountain man on the podcast, so keep an eye out for the next episode. We're No Damn Experts is produced by Great Falls, Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Corda.